Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, this is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening. Inside asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the phrase? It's pretty brown in there. Oh. That's what they say. And you yell that across a field. You know what they say? It's w- brown in there. When it's brown on the field, play ball. Fuck the yes. <laughs> when there's brown on the field. So if there's shit on the... <laughs> If you get a strong shit smell around a woman, <laughs> it means shit. that she's attracted to you. <laughs> Dave, know about pheromones, shit okay? Shit has come. All shit has come. The Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> has taught me about pheromones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, 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 <laughs> and, no, no. Keep going. How to, you know, how to mentally disarm women because, you know, all conversation is a form of battle. Pheromones are one thing, but what I came here to talk to you about is pheromones. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a lot of fear. Yeah, the government is putting fear in our water. Oh, oh, folks, folks. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna want to go on YouTube and you're gonna want to run all the faucets in your house at once. And you're gonna start hearing Obama's voice coming out through the aquatic uh, uh, senior. You're laying out there, and he's going to start telling you to get into gay prostitution. Right, you're going to want to look this up on the YouTube. That's why the YouTube's there. So you can see the videos of Alex, him going Alex, into the Bilderberg group. I have only one question. And uh, uh-huh. I, why do you think Barack Obama is specifically wants Barack us— Barack Hussein Obama, I'll allow it. Okay, Barack Hussein Obama. I'm sorry, Alex. Why do you think Barack Hussein Obama specifically wants us to be gay prostitutes— well, and not just any kind of prostitution. All right. That's a, that's a 50-tiered answer. Um, <laughs> okay. Starting with no, no, the no. Pentagon at the top. Can you start with number 23? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then go backwards. Oh, man. Uh, hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. This is a comedy mental health podcast where we uh, joke around about dark shit to get through it. Yeah, yeah the pheromones in our life, if you will, yeah. that run our brains. Uh, I the thought that was a beautiful what I call word. Come, by the way. <laughs> oh, now you've ruined it. I was just complimenting. Uh, what a brave new word you put out new into the word. Psychics. I love that book. Uh, <laughs> That's what the dictionary is called, right? Brave new word. <laughs> brave new word. <laughs> yeah, but the government won't let us read it. Yeah, the dictionary got canceled. It's a, yeah, it's a definitely a podcast where we like to joke around predominantly. Nope. No, we don't. We like to talk about mental seriously. health. I think this episode is just a hang sesh for the most part. Just I think catch it's a up. hung sesh. You know what I mean? Because we have William Hung as a cock. guest. <laughs> we have William Hung. She bang, bang. <laughs> remember when a nation made fun of him for sounding like he had mental problems? Absolutely. I do remember a 
very recent time where the our entire country was problematic. Absolutely. Hey, let's put this guy no. with untreated illness on TV, and we can all point and laugh at him. Yeah, it's kind of the fall of Mad TV era. It could have been me. Yeah, absolutely. Fox is kind of transitioning into just a war machine. <laughs> As opposed to the funniest TV. I guess we are doing a little bit of a hang sesh today. We uh we were like, we don't want to talk about anything today. Yeah. So let's waste everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a podcast that wastes your time. Uh, uh, Dave and I will be doing this time wasting in New York City. That's true. On September 11th, we're doing a live wasting your time show. On September 11th, with 2001. A of, with a bunch of boners <laughs> and jokes. <laughs> Union Hall. Make sure you come see us on September 11th, 2001. Yeah. In New York City. New York City. I uh, get mm-hmm. tickets at either HamptonYon.com uh, or Dave to the Ross. Dave to the Ross.com. Absolutely. And, uh, I think we're lining up this Houston date, uh, September 28th. Oh, no, that's locked, dude. It's September locked. 28th, Houston. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't have the, the ticket links up for that yet, but we will be at the secret group in Houston the night of September 28th, oh, which is God. also my fucking birthday. Oh! So, Hampton, you better get me a good present. A gun. Because otherwise, I'm, I'm gonna, not going to do the show. Dick pump or a gun? <laughs> a dick pump. A gun that works as a dick pump. Yeah, dude. If you find a gun I can fuck, absolutely, dude. It is Texas. Going to have to have I a big barrel, though. That might be the mayor. Because of my huge dick. Yes. I want to fuck the mayor of Texas, he's which a is gun. a gun. He's a gun. The mayor of Texas. <laughs> Texas is a city, and its mayor is a gun. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, why have you not addressed the water crisis in town? First of all, can we talk about how this is the biggest city on Earth? It's like the size of a state that's bigger than the other states. Oh, shit. It's Man. a real turducken of a thing. It is a real turducken. Big city, big but state, that's our big word. country. <laughs> yeah, dude. Big country. Don't... Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't really been to Texas in a long time. It's been like eight years. Oh, and they why were you me, there last time? Uh, to piss on the Alamo. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, yeah, that's what, this is what you do. This F- is the one attraction is it's it's the best bathroom in all of Texas is the Alamo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you said that wrong. You meant piss in the Alamo, respectfully, in their nice <laughs> bathrooms. <laughs> That'd be kind of insane. Historically dude. clean bathrooms at the fucking Alamo. <laughs> That's why they were. That, that's you know, why they wouldn't let Mexico take it because they were like, "Oh, we gotta take a shit." I'm, I'm Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Ozzy and me, we were both banned. Fozzy, Fozzy Osbourne. No. <laughs> waka flocka, waka flocka, waka flocka. So funny. Waka flocka, cool, flocka. cool, Fozzy. <laughs> Cool Fozzie slipping on Ozzie slipping Osborne on lean. Love Flocka Flocka Flake. <laughs> Fozzie Fosborn. Oh shit. <laughs> Some art school student, please make a Fozzie Fosborn. Wow. Uh, Super Dave Fosborn. I want to be Waka sued by Flocka. two uh, <laughs> two gigantic uh, corporations at the same time. What Muppets are they? And Ozzy. <laughs> he is. So please make this t-shirt. What's so funny is that Ozzy is absolutely a massive corporation with how many people he employs and how much money he makes and he yeah. is probably the stupidest person his, on his earth. His fucking useless <laughs> children. <laughs> totally. Those employees. But but can you would you Jack imagine something that makes that much money would be that objectively dumb? <laughs> like Sharon's he, the mastermind. She's so smart, right? Sharon Fosborn? Yeah, Sharon Fosborn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, she's smart, but it's just he's the. I think that's the only case in which the image of something is true stupidity. Like, he's just like, what? So, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like hard of hearing. He's definitely like drugged up his brain. Yeah. We're talking about Ozzy specifically here, right? And, yes. And, and yeah, I just think, yeah, he's he's musically smart. Like, he definitely knows how to be Ozzy Osbourne. Like, I couldn't mm, do that. Not, not a lot of people could do that. That's but true. Sharon's like a true, like, managerial genius. Like, she's been oh, his yeah. manager for like 50 years. No, yeah. I know that she, and at this point, she runs the business entirely. I, and I know it. Even like, yeah. all the way in, back in the 90s when they had the TV show, she she's was like in so charge. Smart. She'll like show up on The View as a panelist for totally. a while. And you're like, whoa, what? Okay. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. I can't think of any other like organization where the face of it is like a fucking, like, someone who like cannot function. <laughs> Like he truly. Okay, I don't know. I'm almost like, well, yeah, you're right. They're usually not rich. Like, yeah, or they're not the yeah. whole thing. Like his name is the thing. It's always Oz, Fest, Oz, whatever, Fozzy. You know, <laughs> he gets a cut of that Muppet money. Yeah, Oz Sabbath. The Dark you know, Lord you get shows it. Up. Well, I I wish there were more examples. I I can't think of any actually. I hate examples. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all examples. Well, I don't know if we wanted to do like a suicide this week because uh, it felt like today is a celebratory day. Oh, thank you. Dave is doing his his cordon set is airing tonight, and it's a huge thing for the comedy world. Uh, everyone's uh, excited. Everyone is being very, very supportive, and it's so fucking cool, man. Chappelle sent roses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Not Dave Chappelle, Chappelle Lacey. He's funny, <laughs> funny comic. <laughs> uh, there can be two. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny too because we're recording this Wednesday, July twenty fourth, at about two p.m. And um, I, I, w- w- I'm not taping it. I already taped it. I taped it May third. Um, but so we're recording it during the time where I would be taping it if I were taping it today. It's just airing tonight. Comedy just works best at 2 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we're supposed to be doing our nightclub acts. And, know, you know, especially dude. in front of an uh, audience that's been, like, corralled be at there. the Grove. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they threw a net over some people and fucking dragged them. Like, it's Planet of the Apes on horseback. They just drag them over to Conan Studio. And totally. Shut the fuck up! They do shoot Corden at Conan Studio. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. You're not wrong. You're I right. haven't watched Corden in a while, and I've been watching a ton of Conan, like, back-to-back episodes recently. And I was Oh, like, really? Huh. I well, I'm a cordon man. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I drink Pepsi and watch Conan. <laughs> That's interesting because I've been mm. watching Corden and pissing on your grave. Whoa, the Alamo? Your grave, the Alamo, <laughs> which is just a big gravestone that says Hampton Yunt was here. <laughs> With a W U Z, he wore a hat. <laughs> it was a coonskin thingy, and yeah, uh, I mean Conan is the one that I watch more too. I've um, I've really been watching recently because uh, not to knock the show, but it's more like they, Gordon's better. They're just I'm better. like I'm great. They're like we've done this format change. It is different, and then it's just Conan's now wearing like a sports jacket. Mm-hmm. He's just like or like a nice jacket. He's just like, yep. Different. He's just the host. He's so. It's funny, literally man. he just changed to wearing like cool guy jackets. Yeah. And like not having as many guests. Con- have you seen Conan Without Borders yet? That's the best thing. He's so funny. Like forever. It's, it's so good. It's like the best comedy thing ever. Made. Yeah. And when Corden goes to other countries, he just starts singing in their cars. I know. He steals their fucking car. 
Oi, mate. Oi, mate. Oi, governor. I'm stealing your car, isn't it? Starts driving on the British side of the road. Ooh, it's a bit frightful, isn't it? Left side, right side. <laughs> Left side, strong side. Oh, I was trying to make her remember the Titans reference. It seems as and if I did it. It, it. it seems <laughs> as if the red hot chili peppers are a bit frightened <laughs> now that I'm driving on the British side of the road. What's that, Flea? You scared? <laughs> well, shall I take you under the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. No, 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 no. I quit the podcast. That's the end of the podcast. Was that? Did you say Red Hot Chili Peppers with the plan of ending at Under the Bridge? Dave, or did you riff that? Dave, look at my answer phone. Me, answer me. Answer the me. Last answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Have all been written down. <laughs> oh, wow, dude, you really squeezed my soul with that one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna California fuck you. To death. Nice. California. We should, you should get paid for this podcast. Right now, you're just giving it away. <laughs> and we should. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. I unabashedly loved them for a long time, but. Um, hmm, I think less of you. Just too, too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up until when were you a, a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan? I just remember Californication was like a, one of the first albums I really had and would just listen oh, to really? stop. When Which is pretty sad. That come out. That means you got into music. You like started buying albums late. Pretty then, late. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I was like thirteen. How old are you? I'm thirty-five. When did Californication come out? I don't know the year. Aristotle. Because Aristotle, I who's not a cat. I'm thirty-six, and I'm pretty sure I got one hot minute when I was twelve. Really? That sounds about right. Because I think I got like the South Park uh, <laughs> movie like soundtrack. I got the Dismemberment Plan like album, and then I got this. Like, I think you would have been like time. sixteen, but it's still. Oh, maybe. Young. No, yeah, I mean yeah. exactly. Like, so maybe my interest started at thirteen, got and then it. I literally didn't buy anything. But, I like I would listen to mixes my brother would make me and stuff, and be like. So okay, no, music. So I'm that's why it's like. Wagner. The problem is, is like he had always good shit, but then. You know, like I'm growing up, so I'm seeing MTV, and it was like, oh yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like Green yeah. Day, like totally, like a lot of mainstream stuff. Though. '90s alternative rock was definitely the first thing I got like really, really into, and you can tell by listening to this podcast <laughs> that that's the case for both of us. We both know a lot about, and that was a I don't know, it was just a cool era in the like Kurt Cobain died, and then thank the God, radio no. freaked out, and they were like, what do we play? And then they like played. Everything that was semi-alternative, and that was a really cool era. I've, like Dinosaur Jr. was on the radio, and fucking. By the way, guys, since it's a suicide podcast, Kurt Cobain, that was a bad call, dude. See. Yeah, wish Kurt. you wish you hadn't done that. Stay man. with us, bud. Like... Come back, dude. <laughs> uh, wish Courtney hadn't done that to you. W wish Courtney hadn't committed suicide <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> How can, I, how can I blame Hillary Clinton for Kurt Cobain's death? <laughs> how, how further broad scope can I blame all women for the death of this man? I, I don't remember. Yoko Ono did it. I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but Finn Straley is a, is a comic that I really, like, awesome. re really love in LA. I really love his comedy. And uh, we work in that warehouse together. We were just riffing the other day about t-shirt ideas. And he said this thing that I had to stop. I had to like stop and laugh. 
That's mm-hmm. and he was he just goes Bill Clinton is a virgin. And I, <laughs> I wanted to make this shirt so bad. Oh, I love it so much because it's like, what are what's your statement? What are you saying? <laughs> like he, I just want to tell all you out there right now that I've never had sexual relations with any with woman, anyone. any woman, <laughs> or myself. I've never self. Pleasure, no onanism inside my family. I want to also just say, Carl's Jr. is a fantastic franchise. (laughs) They are fantastic people. My fellow Americans, I do not know what cum is. (laughs) I don't know what it is. (laughs) I don't know Epstein. I don't know what the Epstein plane is. I don't know what a plane is. (laughs) When I look up in the sky and I see a plane, I I often think it's Superman. I'm that guy in that conversation that up, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Superman. I'm the guy going, no, that, that's Superman. I'm and I just want to say, Carl's Jr. is a fantastic <laughs> franchise run by good Americans. I love it. I'm the, In that conversation, I'm the third guy. Where I mean, I'm a, the Superman guy. Or George I'm W. He's a, it's a bird guy, obviously. <laughs> And then the guy who thinks it's a plane, that's a sensible thing to think. It's it is sensible because it's flying and it's high. That's that's George H. W. But I'm of course the smart one. I've been doing Bill- And I don't know what cum is. <laughs> I've been doing the Bill Clinton voice a ton today and I was just like, Is it With ti- tongue? Is it <laughs> is it time to come back? You know, like it became so hack. I mm. like when impressions and things get really hacked. Like, say, wouldn't it be really funny right now to write a Monica Lewinsky joke? <laughs> right. Or to write like a Lorena Bobbitt joke now. What's funny, and it though, kills. is That'd that you're so funny. It is the right timing because they just made another Bobbitt movie and Monica Lewinsky is like on Twitter like crazy. They <laughs> have come back into the. I thought you were going to say, like, Lewinsky keeps tweeting about the Bobbitt movie. <laughs> Just being like, just say, hey, I wish. I- <laughs> hey, girl, I wish. Yeah. I wish I had a knife that day. I really look up to you. <laughs> That's what I would have fucking done, Lorena. I- <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wish I could have thrown the president's dick out of a fucking van. Yeah. I don't know if it's the <laughs> I, Tanya thing and like my fascination with the OJ Simpson like shit that keeps coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, it's like. I love the 90s. It's so funny because (laughs) it is I love the 90s, but it's I love the 90s in this way where it's like the murder from the 90s. (laughs) Why is that coming back? (laughs) We should let the crime go. Though it is really weird timing to start doing a Bill Clinton accent right when he's maybe about to get indicted for fucking kids. You know know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, exactly. That was happening in the 90s and like Hanson was a thing. So I think you just have to appreciate it. It was a fucking weird <laughs> decade. Where Wait like, a minute. Were they on the plane? Were they on the plane? Oh, were they on the plane? Man. Mr. Government. Uh, this whole thing has given me a little bit more insight into what Mbot means. To- <laughs> <laughs> Mbop. I want to hide. I got to say... Uh, <laughs> I've never flown on an airplane in my life. And for really? all my life, I've always been like, I bet it's pedophiles up there. <laughs> I just always point at planes and go, I bet it's a bunch of pedophiles uh-huh. up there. Based on nothing. You just know what? sheer intuition. <laughs> Based day. on nothing. And I mean like a stopped clock. I'm right twice a day. You Absolutely. Know? <laughs> like- I just keep saying that means pedophilia. And one day I was right. <laughs> 
about the plane. That's not Superman. That's a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I looked it up, and you know, Lufthansa, um, well, you know what it stands for. <laughs> fucking kids. It means, it's Dutch for um, thong, fucking kids. Lufthansa. <laughs> Yeah, Lufthansa. Let me see that <laughs> you get it. <laughs> Lufthansa. So uh, Dave's a Corden guy. I'm a Conan guy. Uh, we have our differences. Corden be Conan go. Uh, but I mean, how do you <laughs> how do you feel now? I mean, wh- oh, time- ever since I taped my TV set, you know, I've been feeling pretty famous. <laughs> <laughs> like no, this I feel guy good. recognizes me. Yeah, I walk down the street and someone's like, "Excuse me," and I'm yeah. like, uh, "Yes, <laughs> I think you mean great set." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "You're standing on my foot." <laughs> I know, Corden is nice. Yeah, totally. It's Conan. And I'm like, "You're damn right. I'm standing on your foot, you tall fuck." Oh, I hate your hair. Um, I uh, I feel really good, man. And but the like, I was telling you before. Uh, we started recording that I, at the time, so like, yeah, we taped it May 3rd and then it's airing today. And like the day this comes out, this episode comes out July 25th will be the day after it aired. And, uh, at the time that I taped it, I thought like, oh, this is a bummer. I wish that it was airing the night I taped it. But now that it's coming out now. I'm so happy this is how it happened because yeah. it's the pressure's off. I didn't have, I mean, I had felt pressure the day I taped it, but just like being there. Now I've got like all this support, which is the greatest ever. People tweeting at me and texting me and saying all these amazing, sweet things. Uh, but I get to just enjoy that rather than what would legitimately have happened to my anxious brain if mm. I were taping today. While getting all this support, I would be like, uh, if I bomb, I'm letting thousands of people down. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so I'm so happy for how it's worked out. And I I went up and I like I did it definitely is pretty hard for me to feel good about a, a set in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel really I good about it. Yes, yeah. because like any time I've just done something, I get super depressed right after. Totally, because I'm just like I, I, I'm not uh, worthy if it turns out well, and if it's bad, I deserve it. So it's just yeah. kind of all those feelings at the same time mm-hmm. happening, and it's best to just go hang out with a friend for a little bit and chill out. Yes, and but, I uh, did that. But I'm glad that you know, like when it did air, same as me, like I recorded, you know, like a week before. Mm-hmm. Like Andy Haynes was like, let's watch it. You know, like he found a place with a big screen to like cool. watch and everything. I was like, I was like glad I actually went and did that. You know? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to see that. I, had, I was thinking that too. And then I like, I don't know. I was just talking to Chris Charpentier, my roommate one night. And we were just like, why wouldn't I watch it? I should have. Yeah. So yeah, Sharpie I invited. watches his Kimmel set every night. I know. <laughs> he passes out and to it. Song. <laughs> <laughs> and get this he beats off <laughs> yeah so i'm like having people over tonight um yeah. i invited you both right yeah okay good. i have a set down uh in hollywood and i'll try at like 10 30 so i'm gonna try and oh cool have energy to come back well luckily <laughs> for you and everyone else it airs at 12 30 in the morning a normal time for a tv <laughs> show to come on that's when i want to <laughs> see the karaoke <laughs> Isn't it so funny That's that it's called really carpool karaoke? I love like, well, at least we're we're uh, not hurting the environment while we. 
Oh, that's not good. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. Are you tired of doing your karaoke one-on-one? <laughs> Alone. One? This is yeah. the pollution of karaoke these days. <laughs> but he does it in a Hummer, so it's kind of like defeats the whole purpose. Have you seen the trailer for the new season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Uh, I think so, actually. The trailer is Seinfeld going like... Uh, uh, we've had a, we've had such a great response to the show that our show has even been ripped off by a lot of other shows. Yeah, I saw that. For example, <laughs> and he lists some, and one of them is Carpool Karaoke, and it's like, that's not at all the same, dude. <laughs> You're just in a car. That's the only way it's similar. You fuck. I'm so sick of him. I he's still one of the best comics of all time, but I fucking hate him, dude. I no, I know. It's like, um, isn't Seinfeld a ripoff of like every? Sitcom, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like, it's like, yeah, hey, bro, I, I you're not the joking. reason that show was good, you fucking nah, dick. It's like, uh, it's funny because it's like, I don't even think he's serious, I think that's just his really lame attempt at making a jab, and it's just like, wow, he's trying to be funny. Wow, Seinfeld sucks. sucks. <laughs> he's a loser, dude. It's like, man, this guy is just so unfunny, and every mm. time I watch comedians in cars, it's only to watch a comic who I'd yeah, could maybe watch, and then a lot of times I have to tap out because they just start talking about like the thing is that the, the interviews are with very interesting people, and I also know a lot of you listening probably like him a lot. So like, yeah, don't take please don't take this as a personal affront. A lot of my friends, <laughs> we just both happen to agree that we fucking hate that show, and I like <laughs> I think we're in the minority, which is weird to me amongst comedians. I would think more comics would think that show was lame as fuck because it's just rich people bullshit. Right. But they don't. A lot of people <laughs> like it. I, wow, look at my shit. Yeah. I remember cool. when I when I hated it was the first time I ever watched it. It was before he was before outed. He had a call. Before Louie was outed, I watched the Louie episode. It was the first one I ever watched. And uh, the first thing I think Jerry says to Louie is... Um, Hey, do you have a coffee machine on your boat? And I shut it off. I just shut it off. I was like, I don't <laughs> no, uh, because uh, every time I take out my dick, uh, the coffee on the boat, you Sways. know, rocks back and forth, and Sways it splashes on um, my my. The you hot know, coffee. everyone has a penis <laughs> that gets splashed with coffee <laughs> on their. Boots because they're <laughs> showing it to their assistant. <laughs> and she throws the coffee <laughs> on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Truly the greatest comedic mind of our generation. Thinking about that interview is the like most- this guy with a this old man with a 17-year-old girlfriend, and then this guy who commits sexual assault are just like, so how's your career? <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I know and you know what's funny I, I, I'd say something that really specifically kind of irritates me about the comedy with it is it's it's just too much fluff right mm-hmm. and it's like the minute they make some sort of joke in the vein of like whoa like ooh that's my, the most mildly inappropriate thing to Seinfeld, that's the most hysterical I thing know. ever. Like, he freaks out. Like, it's like, I'm like, have you ever been around a funny comic who's like, <laughs> yeah, like jizz and your dick? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, funny stuff. Yeah, but, like actual funny shit. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, like something really over the line. You know, I'm yeah. just like, really? That's that's making you go crazy? He's it's like the lamest. He's a like, fucking old joke. man, dude. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So that's the thing. It's like I just want to see Brian Regan be like, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, suck my dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna. I'm really tired of. It's weird to me that comedy as a as a whole 
is like reverent of the past. I think that we should be like thankful for the people that came before us and be like there and like uh, be respectful. Mm -hmm. But the fact that like, let's not as a culture, we're like, (laughs) yeah, I really want to hear the old, old men talk. What are you fucking (laughs) talking about? Just showing off their wealth. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jerry Seinfeld and I'm in a rickshaw with Jim Gaffigan. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Gaffigan, of course, is a noted child pornographer and comedian (laughs) with seven children. Jim Gaffigan isn't pregnant, but he always looks like he is. Uh, wow, dude. Hey. Hi, guys. I noticed that bacon tastes good. Why don't we put bacon in ketchup? I mean, it's kind of funny. If you're a diabetic. I can't handle it, dude. That's so funny. Why don't we put bacon and ketchup? The fucking loserest thing to say ever is like. I wish I could marry bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they serve pizza on planes? Well, that's really funny. Also. I really think this rickshaw is uh, giving us a nice breeze, you know, and we don't have to smell uh, the person who's dragging us around town. We could just pay him off and show off our wealth, you know. And then, you know, a full day's work for him is like one joke on Seinfeld, you know. It's like it costs me nothing, and you know, it's his entire life. So does it make sense that I would be paid a half a billion dollars for a, co- a show about I can't. a couple of New York people being mean to each other? Wow, dude. But please have me on the show. What's funny is that uh, everything you just said was funny, but the only thing I was laughing at was they should put bacon in ketchup. <laughs> that entire time, I was still laughing everything about Everything else where I, couldn't I got even angry. Hear you. I couldn't hear you at all. I was getting absolutely upset about them as people. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I guess the thing that that bugs me about it especially is like, it's weird that it's cool to to our world, and it's weird that it's cool to their world. Like, I always wondered why, like, I thought it was really awesome that Mark Marin started going outside of his friends and talking to people in other industries. And then like a few times he talked to younger comics, but I was always, I was always interested in him talking to young comics. He liked, and then people that he knew who failed. I like, (laughs) yeah, I want (laughs) to, I want to know about like, that's when the podcast help expose people. Don't just get more famous with your, with the other 10 famous people. We're supposed to be punks. That's a reason it it really took (laughs) off was that it was a guy who's like, uh, I'm at the lowest part of my career. And it's clearly because of the last 15 years (laughs) of me shitting on all my friends. So (laughs) let me slowly ritualistically bring them all on and be like, so are we cool? Like, what's the deal, man? You don't call anymore. Yeah, I got this podcast. And that's, that was funny, but then I, uh, you know, it did kind of dip when it's like he interviews Barack Obama, because then it's like, well, where do you go from here? Where do you go for our, from interviewing Hampton the sitting Yunt. president? Then you interview <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hampton uh, Young. Uh, he does riffs about how Jim Gaffigan is a child pornographer. So, obviously, you're not Barack Obama, but yeah. you did have a mean dad. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's hear about that. I hear uh, Barack's dad was uh, pretty cool. <laughs> Just wasn't there, <laughs> but he was cool. Yeah, his dad, who raised him in Kenya. Yeah, I said it. 
And that's what I believe. Can, can you believe it? Raised him from a baby, from a zygote, to a full-grown... Right the day before he was president, he spent his entire life in Kenya. <laughs> never left Never left his small town. Until the day, the day, the day he was sworn in. The day he was sworn in. It's the most he incredible... He never came to America. It's the most <laughs> overthrowing of our government ever. Uh-huh. A guy who never even stepped one foot in our country became president, Dave. And it's like, it's like, just piss on the Constitution then, and fuck me in the ass. And come all over my face. Face, why don't you? And love me uh-huh. for years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you just do that? <laughs> wow. Wow. This is we, a good episode. Dude, we got to take a break. I'm sweating so Yeah, hard. I'm sweating too. We'll come back. We're going to talk about, I don't know, how we've been feeling, how we're coping, how we're doing uh, after this ad for pants slash a toothbrush. Pants. Toothbrush. talking about how um one one serious downside of this hosting this podcast which i think is a good thing and a good thing for us and the people who listen to it but let's uh, talk about the negatives the one like serious negative is that we can no longer threaten people's lives i hate it (laughs) like i really driving me bananas (laughs) i used to and i'm not kidding even in the least I used to say on stage, if you don't laugh, I'll fucking kill myself. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let alone just uh, violence towards myself is already a I great guess I area. do still do that. And but we certainly did that in Portland at our I show. Gotta, I gotta watch it there. Too. Well, yeah. When, yeah. We do, when we do our live shows, like, say, September 11th in New York. Uh, New York City, Big Apple, baby. It's on September 11th, and that is not funny. Um, not, none of it will be funny, and I <laughs> dare you to fucking laugh at the us. The show will we'll be funny. We'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, we will kill you. We will fucking kill ourselves. Is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I find a lot of times I'm just a lot more silent on social media one because it sucks to be on social media but two i'm like i feel i can't even express the low level not funny stuff of like "Hmm, i wish this person was dead like you know the million shit you see from everyone else all day where they're just like "Eh, this guy was rude to me and now i want to see he was dead you know i wonder if that what do you what do you think it is i feel like it's either or maybe both these things it's either the fact that we host this show that is about keeping people alive, hmm. uh, which I know plays into it. But more than that, I think it might be like we get a lot of emails from people saying um, your podcast or something else kept me alive. And uh, that and please stop. We get from our parents, uh, <laughs> mostly my mom. <laughs> yeah, every day. And I saw a message and it's like heard the podcast still sucks. I still think that death as a concept is very funny, but joking about it in such a visceral way, I, I just don't do as much. Whereas, like, like uh, wishing cruelty, I think, is something I, I maybe am getting like less yeah. want desire to do. I you hope know? you get punched in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like my old sketch group, women, we have a bunch of videos online and if you look at any of the videos there are there's at least one comment and usually like a bunch of people being like this fucking sucks you know because it's youtube and uh jake (laughs) i hate everything why am i lying (laughs) (laughs) so full of self-hate yeah jake weissman who uh has been on this show and was in that sketch group with me he just got to a point where it bothered him so much that he went every time someone wrote a negative comment he would comment back 
I want you to kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And then sometimes they would write back. You could see there's a bunch. Honestly, solid bit. (laughs) It's a good bit. It's It's a funny bit. Solid bit. There's a few even where they someone wrote back something like, um, like, "Hey, wow, good one, really got me." And then he comments back, "No, no, no." I am a comedian and I'm very popular and so I'm better than you and I deserve to live and you deserve to die. (laughs) Damn. Such an obvious bit, but I'm not comfortable doing bits like that so much anymore. I've actually written a paper about why you should die. Hmm. And uh, there's a thesis statement, and you can't wait for the conclusion. It's, it's you should probably kill yourself before you finish it. Me, it's a, it's a good dissertation. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, totally. I know. He, I would see him do that a lot, and um, you know, it's we were just talking about a mutual friend. He's just like adorable and like can get away with outrageous humor. And it was like that's exactly what Jake. You know, it's like I, I when yeah. he writes it, I laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is that like it's all context, right? And I guess it's just like. I guess I no longer because of how I've presented myself as like a being like trying to be aware of mental health issues. I no longer think that there's a context of me having a sense of humor about it. Whereas if I had never done this podcast, I don't think that would be the case. I think I could say like, I hope everyone on planet earth fucking dies <laughs> and people would be like, okay, <laughs> that seems normal. <laughs> yeah. I fully believe you could have, there, there's an alternate reality where there's a darker version of Dave. Uh, Ab- who's absolutely. And I, I do want you to continue. Yeah. You're, you're evil. Like a dark web Dave. Dark web Dave. <laughs> dark web Dave with a little goatee. And, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, um, I guess. Say a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like dismissive a, a bunch. Oh, sure. You never say I funny stories guess anymore. That's a thing to think. This is, yeah. <laughs> cool. Wow. Cool place to be from. Yeah. You know what? I hope you fucking die. <laughs> I hope you're fucking dead soon. Yeah, there is a Dave out there that you can only see with a Tor browser. <laughs> and his name is Slave Ross. And he's super good at sex. Dark Web Dave? I fucked him. Not Dark Web Dave? Yeah, not Dark Web Dave. Dark, yeah, it's it's dark. It's not Slave Ross. It's Dark Web Dave. I like Dark hey, what's Web up? Dave. I'm Dark Web Dave. Because it sounds like Darkwing Duck. <laughs> dark. <laughs> Sorry, dark I'm web. on board. Yeah. Dark Web Dave. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. <laughs> and it's you uh, putting up suspect files <laughs> yeah. online to WikiLeaks. Totally. totally. <laughs> it's just like screenshots of me using an FTP client. Uh, ooh, let's get dangerous. You guys know a lot about FTP clients. I'm a web developer. I know some stuff. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. It's just... so hot. I keep losing my train of thought. That's okay, man. Let's get back on the train. Let's get back on the train. I Have mean, we're talking about how it's hard to Snowpiercer? Be... <laughs> Let's get on a train like that, where it's the only way for us to live. Ooh, I wish I was on Snowpiercer right now. Nice, <laughs> nice being like in a fr- fridge. Ooh. Yeah, cool. the train ride was fine, but it wasn't Snowpiercer. <laughs> I love Snowpiercer. I love, I love it. a train where you put your hand outside and it freezes. It's a great movie. I love it. Oh, it's a great movie. I'll say it's I actually guess. better than that's Dark Web Dave coming out. Dismissed it. I think a lot of people were just like, "Oh, it's the future and everyone's on one train." Like, boring. But it's Did actually people f- say that. I just loved it. I didn't think it get like it got great reviews oh, really? per se, but like the people who saw it. I mean, it did well enough, and it kind of like attracted an audience. Right. I'd say like it just didn't hit very big. But I mean. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going on. No, no, no. Dude, it's so hard to tell people who made Snowpiercer to kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, more like no piercer, idiot. 
Let me ask you this, Hampton. Oh, wait, very quickly before I get into that. I am uh, this Saturday. This episode comes out Thursday, the 25th of July, 2019. Saturday, the 27th of July, I'm headlining the Grolics at the Bug Theater in Denver, Colorado. I am so fucking pumped. When I started comedy in L.A., the Grolics was the show in Denver that people would talk about as like the best show in the country. And then the three people who run it, Adam Caden Holland, Ben Roy, and Andrew Orvidal, uh, along with the Knicks brothers, they're this like brother directing team. They spun it into a sitcom on True TV called Those Who Can't. And they brought the show back. They all moved back there, and I'm headlining it. And it's like a true honor. So I hope that if you're anywhere near there, you come to the show. And then uh, mm-hmm. seven other shows spun off their idea of a show. <laughs> yeah. And then eight other shows about funny teachers showed uh, up. No, <laughs> dude, Adam has this great joke where he's like, I am on a show. I have a show called Those Who Can't. Um, and if you want to watch it, just watch AP Bio. <laughs> There's literally a show called Teachers. <laughs> that came before them, though. And it's, oh, it did? It's, it's a little different. Yeah, I that, didn't know that. Teachers is a show that came off of a sketch group called The Katie Dids, where literally every woman in the group was a girl named Katie, and that's just true. <laughs> the, yeah. Wait, this is the, women came up with this? Then I absolutely believe they stole this idea. <laughs> they stole Even it. Even if it was before <laughs> them, they, they used stole to, it. The Katie Dids made this great web series about teachers. Yeah, yeah. Teachers is great. And I think conceptually it's pretty different from those who can't, except for the whole teacher thing, which they did steal because they're women, for sure. Uh, yeah, because women are fucking thieves. A lot of men say the women are inferior to men. I don't think they're inferior, but I think they are thieves. <laughs> 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 I think they're thieves. Uh, yeah. They love gold. You know how thieves. you know they're fucking thieves. You know they you know that your girlfriend is stealing from you or because she dresses like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if she weren't stealing, she wouldn't dress like that. <laughs> I'm a guy, I just steal hearts. Nice. I'm pure. Dude. I don't steal money. Absolutely. I just ruin lives. <laughs> Isn't that what stealing <laughs> hearts means? <laughs> Whenever they're like, he's a little heartbreaker. He's, like, did you just, yeah, did you just call that seven year old someone who, like, he's going to ruin, ruin someone's, people's lives? He's going to shatter someone's existence. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is going to date people and be very distant. It's going to suck for them. <laughs> oh, they're going to hate it. Stealing <laughs> hearts, you know, yeah. away from the their stable heart from boyfriend that they people were that would with. Treat them well. And yeah, make treat them well, them but he'll steal them. Feel accepted and their love reciprocate. Yeah, no, 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 I don't know. No, no. I'm just looking at your baby. I could, I sense an aura. Your baby <laughs> is so charming. He's going to hurt women. All right, <laughs> crazy. It seems like your baby wants to fuck me. <laughs> and if he, seems he like something's going on it here seems also seems like he's rejecting me at the same time. <laughs> and <laughs> your baby's first words were a neg to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my son's first words were no fatties. Uh, I, uh, I, dude, I did have a joke for a minute that was like, it's so appropriate for this that like it'd be so funny if a baby's first words were kill me. <laughs> and it didn't say anything for like a long time kill after me. that. Like you're like, did it say that? But it says it like crystal clear. First words. Kill me. Kill me. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, what? What? Devin, Devin, get in here. Uh, I swear to God. Okay, say it again. Did he, do, don't say it again, but did you say it again? <laughs> wow. 
There's nothing wrong with it. It's a completely healthy baby. Yeah. The parents have never said the phrase kill me around it. Heard it, it on HBO somewhere, kill maybe. Me. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Whoa, Scott. <laughs> I, I guess we should do what it wants. No, what the fuck? Don't say that. <laughs> it's a baby. Who's that character? Who's like, we should the do dad's it. Like, I guess we should give the him dad, what he wants. The, dad, the dad's like, we should do it. Yeah, yeah. Just give him what he wants. He's like panicked. It's not an abortion if it's he's consensual. Cr- he's, and, uh, <laughs> he's crazy. Just give him what he wants. Yeah. Ooh. I believe in consensual abortion. You know, honey, this is so crazy because I didn't even bring up abortion. It was him, right? Yeah. So I'm scot free. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Also, it's obviously not abortion if you just straight up kill a living baby. <laughs> Those are obviously different things. Oh, boy. Is it abortion if it's a Republican senator? <laughs> I mean, if you kill them, is it even considered? Think about it. That baby could have grown up to leave YouTube comments. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I I was going to ask, Hampton. Mm -hmm. This is a big question. It's a big deal. Aristotle, get ready with the pause. How are you? Pause, 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 pause. Uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm good. Um, kind of. Uh, I don't know. A little unhappy recently, and just like, <laughs> what if you were like, sorry. sorry what if what? you were like, uh, I'm good. I'm kind of killing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of really on top of the game. So you're kind of unhappy. What's going on? No, continue. So you're unhappy. <laughs> So you're unhappy. <laughs> I was like, excellent timing. <laughs> um, uh, you know, yeah, I'm unhappy because my uh, podcasting partner keeps interrupting me. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just I been I have no idea of, what that's like. It's been interesting. I've also kind of made some movements to like repair some friendships and stuff. And like, Oh, that's good. Yeah, see some people who haven't seen in a while and talk to people and just kind of get back in the world. Like I've been... Um, you know, living a little bit of a hermit existence. You have, actually, yeah. 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 So I have too, actually. I've been bickering a little bit with also Georgia and I think I'm sorry it's to hear that. just a you know, so it's it's nothing big, but it's I'm just like, man, I'm just not like uh happy and like I gotta yeah. change stuff. So this is why it's like yeah, I'm gonna go out and go do stuff and just, you know, go hang out at shows and hang out with friends. Great. And just kinda reconnect and stuff like that. That's great. Honestly, I, I really blame playing about 12 hours of shadow of mordor (laughs) every day what is that it's a it's a game for like uh, xbox one i've just been playing this game i mean that's not a big thing but i've noticed i've been gaming a lot well no every time i actually totally relate whenever i am playing a lot of video games specifically a lot of one video game that is a world Mm. i it's like pretty obvious you're escaping into another oh, yeah. world. Don't, don't introduce <laughs> a new type of currency to me <laughs> yeah. because then that becomes my yeah. whole life now is making this Lord of the Rings Bitcoin thing happen. Yes. You know, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm fully involved. And it was also like I, I had a sound bar for my TV that I'd never figured out. And then I just was like, all right, I'm going to figure this out, how to plug it in. And um, 
it just immediately was like, oh, this is insanely Amazing, better. right. And yeah. so I just started sitting close and like blasting the sound bar while like Georgia is like out. And I'm just like, this is so amazing and like immersive with like surround sound that you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, it's also, man, you have a, a cool house, truly, with a pool and you just got married. You know, like it's not that surprising that you would lean into all that stuff. I guess, like, I get it that if you're, like, once you're, even with all that good stuff, if you end up staying home for a while, it ends yeah. up sort of, like, there's weighing the, on you. There's also, like, say, this is dumb, but with our job, you know, with performing and comedy, like, you have to plan work so far months in advance yeah. a lot of times. September 11th, uh, <laughs> New, York, New York September City. 28th, uh, Houston, September 28th, Texas. Houston. Uh, that a lot of times... I'll be like, well, okay, if I'm really traveling around America, let's say the dead of summer, when my pool is actually usable, yeah, like it, it only just this week got warm enough to really just swim in it right. and be casual and everything. And it's only good for like two months. So I'm like, man, like late July and like August, like I really want to be here. Stay home, yeah. Like have- have well, people yeah, over. Yeah, have barbecues yeah. and do that sort of stuff. But like, I mean, kind of lax on getting together with people. I've more yeah. just been like- I, I didn't plan any work during this time. I knew I'd be home-based, yeah. but I've just been kind of wasting it on like video games and like Man, isn't that interesting too? I, and stuff. It's cool. I think a really good thing and a good sign is that you looked at all that and you're like, oh, I'm unhappy. Because yeah. like I, I, I don't, I mean you, I think in the past, <clears throat> I have definitely been unhappy for, I like worked on it a lot. We've talked a lot about it a lot on the show. But especially the past like month or two, I've been unhappy, but I thought I wasn't. And I was getting upset a lot. I was getting mm. frustrated a lot and uh, with people and things. And then you like take a step back and you're like, what, what, is, what is my life right now? And what was happening was I knew, I now, I'm old enough to intrinsically know that I need to hang out with my friends yeah. and like share love between me and other people or I get sad and pissed off. And I like had a day job and was trying to get all my comedy stuff done and then just wasn't seeing people and I was just pissed. Yeah. I mean, as far as where I'm at with say depression right now, like, um, you're right. It's having enough time now where I know my triggers, I know like what just makes me act certain ways. Yeah. And so it's more about like kind of, uh, switching up the situation, you know, I mean, um, uh, which is not great advice sometimes because <laughs> it's like I know like um, it you know problems can definitely run deeper than just needing to stop being stop being such a stick in the mud. I don't know. But, I I know what you mean, but I am a very I am the biggest advocate for sticking changing things, changing anything, anytime. I really do think that like we get in like habits and routine, and I'm like a real creature of routine and comfort. And um, I think it's change is always good if you're feeling badly or something is going wrong in your life, even if it's hard, because it might not necessarily be what's causing the problem. But the thing is that it never doesn't help, because if you make a change, it kicks you out of that routine and sort of like lets you look, see the forest from the trees a little better at the very least. 
At least that's it's what it also, does for me. I think it's also good, though, to just call people out and tell them to kill themselves if they have any sort of problem with <laughs> that's you. That's a good change. <laughs> and that's why I've been so unhappy. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that. <laughs> I, I, it all been, comes I'm full in, circle. self-actuating yeah. and telling people to kill themselves when I'm mildly annoyed. Smash cut to you <laughs> on comedians in cars getting coffee, just being like, Jerry, you should really kill yourself. <laughs> Jerry, 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 can I interrupt? <laughs> if you legitimately feel that way... You kill should kill yourself. Kill yourself. <laughs> just saying, just saying, just saying. <laughs> it's not abortion if you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> new t-shirt. New, new t-shirt, guys. Coming out. It'll be on Threadless. Uh, promo code Suicide Buddies. So you've been like reconnecting with friends. Are you starting to come out of it a little bit, or uh, are you at least know. feeling I mean, better it'll right take, now? It'll take a concerted effort, I think, to yeah. just um, change. You know, uh, you're right. For me, it is about changing life and being open to that. But the problem is that it does take a really long time. Yeah, and it's like. Um, you know, I understand why people kind of give up on any sort of life change because it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's how many things do you want to do that you even want to do the next day? Absolutely. You know, if we want to go to Six Flags today, you want to go tomorrow, want to go the next day? Like, it's, it's why like, shit like quitting smoking is hard. It's like, of course, in this no, moment, I want to no. stop smoking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. No. Man, I should kill myself. <laughs> I kind of was amazed you bringing that up. I mean, yeah, dude, you've completely quit smoking. Still. Oh, I wasn't even thinking for me. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's I, still impressive as shit, dude. Thank you. I'm glad to have. It did. You know what's funny? That's probably why I've been really pissed off. Really? Like. You need to blast cigs? Not the only reason, but like, I, you know, obviously I, I deal with depression. My shit, boy so needs to that. blast. I have, I had a rough year and I was smoking last year and I was smoking cigarettes the whole time, but I can sort of point to like a time where I started to get really stressed and pissed and it was right around when I quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like, yeah, it does become a coping mechanism is the pro is I think the biggest, there's the physical addiction. Then there's also the mental addiction, but there's more than that for me. It's like, if I'm stressed out, Everything about having a cigarette is great. You like leave the situation you're in, you uh, go be alone or around other people, and you like it like regulates your breathing and you get a drug in your brain. And it's like a thing you've been doing for years that comforts you. Ad for big yeah. tobacco. You're like, I love it smoking. Feels good. <laughs> it feels like you're on a motorcycle, but yeah, you're inside. Dude, you become a camel. <laughs> You become a camel with people hands uh, and people sunglasses start... on. <laughs> Your dick tastes better. Yeah, totally. I don't it, know pineapple why. tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> Your cigarettes may yeah. come and pineapple tastes better. That's amazing. <laughs> That's why after sex, I always eat some pineapple. Yeah, eat some pineapple. <laughs> in bed. Uh, yeah. Ooh, is it good for you too? I like to cut a hole in a pineapple and then come in it. You whoa, know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's how you quit smoking. Absolutely. I ate the skin upping, of upping a pineapple. The upping the bus count, lowering <laughs> the sig count. <laughs> the bus <laughs> Gotta up the bus count. <laughs> Oh wow! So you stop bla <laughs> stop blasting cigs and start blasting <laughs> loads, dude. Blasting, yeah. Stop blasting cigs and start shooting ropes. <laughs> hey kids, stop blasting cigs and start blasting ropes. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gross, dude. Ropes. 
It's so <laughs> gross, dude. This guy Do shoots ropes. Do you feel ropes. like, uh, you know, the low-level st- stamina thing? Like, just... Do you feel like you have more energy? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's easier to work out. I saw you lifting a car earlier to put it on a baby, which yeah. is kind of putting a mother in the situation where then she had to get the panic totally. strength to pick it up. Well, that's it was the like, thing. I've been testing moms. Poor baby. I've been out there <laughs> being like, that mom seems like maybe she doesn't give a fuck about her kid. And then I just put a car on the kid. <laughs> <laughs> the mother, okay, so the mm-hmm. mother can have the strength to lift a car if uh-huh. she's in a panic situation. And I can always baby. lift any car. But seeing a woman do that gives you the reverse strength to only push a car down yeah. onto a baby. Onto a baby. Yeah, and that's the yin-yang. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the yin-yang of life, guys. Absolutely. Why did God make us like this? Yeah. You can't have saving a baby without killing a baby. There's always a little bit of killing a baby inside of every saving a baby, and that is what Zoroastrianism is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all our summer episodes are gonna suck. Because <laughs> I know it's so hot in here. We're just so so. Take off all hot. your clothes. You know, yeah. you ever heard that song? It's on the radio. Guys, LA is perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, global warming is not real. There's no climate change. Well, I'm glad you're working on it, dude. Let's hang out, man. I'm I I yeah. am coming out of my fucking cave too i'm so bad about it's so stupid too i am so bad about reaching out to the people i love and it's the only thing that makes me happy i literally will just sit alone in my apartment and be like everyone hates me and i have no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i could just call well either of you quite no, frankly yeah i know and i, I mean, just sit I... here and i'm like why aren't they calling it's because i'm a piece of shit isn't it no i literally have like <laughs> moments where i'm like in my at my place by myself, and I'm just like, I have no friends. I have yeah. no one. And then I like knock on the door. It's like, oh shit, it's my friends here to do our dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God, if only I was hanging out with my friends. Well, that's another problem with, I mean, that's another problem with us doing this as a career, right? Is like maybe like a, 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 like a uh, warning to take from us in this if you're pursuing creative endeavors is like you want to do it with your friends because your friends are the people you have fun with but then if you don't watch it the work becomes the only time you hang with your friends Mm. because you want to break from work and my break from work is often like laying down and like sort of resting you also become very aware of the other person's schedule outside of the work hours like i'm like well i know he's got these many shows this week i have this many shows plus i have to balance my schedule with yeah we're all older and we schedule i'm trying to de-schedule my life because i remember (laughs) when i used to just text friends and be like let's hang out right now it's way it was always like it was just a way more fun lifestyle but it's funny because like I can't expect other people to be in that mindset. I was trying to do it with Jake, who's one of my oldest friends, Jake Weissman. And I was like texting him throughout the week, like a week ago, being like, hey, dude, what are you doing tonight? And he'd like be busy. And he'd be like, I'm busy. What are you doing Tuesday night at eight? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. What about like, I don't know. Let's get a drink. And he's like, Tuesday at 830? <laughs> uh, oh, you're ruining harder. it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, Why you. would you love me, you piece of shit? That's basically how I act and feel. I think there's... Are we being serious? Yeah. Because uh, that's fun. That's a fun uh, thing to dip into. Let's talk about this. Sure. That, the whole uh, how dare you like me mm-hmm. phenomenon, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I always think of that quote as like, I wouldn't want to be a member of any club that would have me as a member. Totally. And that is just... That's a life 
like philosophy. That's almost like a life conditioning. Ja- it's hard actually, to break. Jake Weissman has a joke about this that it's really frustrating because I wrote a joke with the exact same premise and his is funnier. So I stopped doing mine, and that's why I hate him. But uh, <laughs> um, no, we like had a similar thought and wrote jokes about it, and and his is just articulated better. And his is like uh, something like every time I'm in a relationship, the reason it fails is I spend the entire time. Um, trying to prove that they hate me. <laughs> I'm like this oh. shitty fucking detective. Yeah. It's like, up, 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 up. There it is. You don't love me. This is all a lie. And I, uh, that's yeah. a horrible, Busted. that's horrible for people I date. And I, at this point, I think I know it and I like say it and catch it sometimes, but it's still like, how hard is it to date somebody who is like always wondering if you don't like them? I it's tough. Was, it's also tough to be that person, but yeah. Yeah, like I just did get to go with friend, a friend and like, you know, it came this sort of thing came up and it's like I always give this advice of like if you don't think you should be in a relationship, do not try to be in a relationship. Like yeah. if you feel like you have personal work that you just, you know, like make it a treat. Yeah. You know, like do some personal work, but like make that the goal of your single time. Yeah. You know, and it really, yeah, like get better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's such a drag to put it on somebody else. Yeah. You know. And uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely people are supposed to compliment you that you're with like there's supposed to be things that they do that help balance out, you know, your yeah. negatives and stuff, but like you can't just be like I don't even like myself yeah. at all. Like and and, and then be like cuz you'll just be like how could you possibly love me? Yeah. I don't like me. Totally. You know? I uh, had a relationship that ended because I had a really bad bout of depression, a really bad one. And she would just sit there and be like, just stare at me and be like, what do I do? And I'd be like, I I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, Imagine if it was like a band that you're just like, I don't know what it is. I just hate Nickelback. But in this scenario, you're Nickelback, right? And this is how you talk about yourself. You're like, listen, I just don't know what it is. I wake up in the morning. I fucking hate Nickelback. And then you're trying to be with a person who's like, actually, I love Nickelback. I think they're mm-hmm. great. Like, they, they make right. me so happy. You're, like, well, you're, you're stupid. Ah, how could you possibly think that? <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking it's so idiot. Not fair. Like, you know, it's like hard. And then you have to get yeah. to that thing where you're like, I guess some people just like Nickelback. And like, yeah. I just have to be okay with it. Yeah. And totally. then eventually you have to get to the stage where you're like, okay, I, like I see why people like Nickelback. It's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, this is I'm a, dumb. I, this is actually a perfect analogy for how I feel about this because, like, the you do, you're in this situation, you're Nickelback. And you do have to get yourself to a mental place where you're like, you know what? I love Nickelback. I love Nickelback. But the, but you what you don't want to be, and there's a fine line, the, the people I hate are the ones that are like, Nickelback fucking rules. Uh, and the, some people confuse self-love with arrogance about yourself. And it's a really weird line we're writing now as a liberal saying. culture where I see a lot of people online being like, you're like, I fucking rule. And you're like, no, that's not what we meant, man. <laughs> love yourself, please. You're so valid. We love you. We didn't mean like, you're the only person alive. Like, yeah, don't love yourself to the point of dominating others. Yeah. <laughs> and you're love hate, everybody. You love yourself so much that you hate other <laughs> yeah, people. Totally. Oh, I'm the fucking yeah. best. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what that's, everybody said to me. That's a weird thing mm-hmm. about self-hate is that you're always kind of like, what is it that everyone else just seems to know that I don't know? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, 
they yeah. all seem to get through life and not hate me or or they hate me and like why am i such a fucking bad yeah you know part of this but it's like the more you go through life you're like oh everyone's got their own bullshit most yeah. people are fucking dumb as bricks and like you yeah. don't have to worry about what <laughs> they think Trump. <laughs> God damn it. You get on Twitter with some of that political humor, dude. I don't care what day it is. I care what day it is, okay? All right. Well, I care. Dude, and I still don't know. You got to get back on Twitter. These observations about Donald Trump <laughs> Thanks, being dude. a racist and being our president. I'm so good it's, at Twitter. I know. Everybody misses me. It's, it's really hard for Twitter to, <laughs> to now that going. no one's talking about the president since you left. No one's talking about him. Yeah, ever since I left Twitter, Aparna's bad at Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> she's actually one of the reasons I, I like... I got bored of tweeting jokes because I would read her Twitter jokes and be like, she's so good. <laughs> I can't yeah. do Twitter like her. Uh, no one should tweet except Aparna. I feel that and way you? about a lot of things. If I see good stand-up, yeah, I'm always totally. like, what the fuck am I even doing? <laughs> yeah. If I see a nice dog, I'm like, I should kill myself. Actually, you know, <laughs> that's, you know what it is? You know, you know what, though? I, I relate to that, but I don't... The reason I have that thought with stand-up, but I will never stop stand-up because I really like it. I don't mm. like using Twitter. So I would be like, I would see other people good at it and be like, I'm bad at it and I hate it. And eventually I was like, I'm bad at it and I hate it. <laughs> Fuck this, dude. I just dude. always loved Twitter. <laughs> Did you really? Well, Since, then I, since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like I would grow up watching the old Twitter yeah, comedians uh -huh. and just always be like, there they are in Carson doing the tweets, dude, and you know the Colgate Twitter and basically hour. Yeah. stealing jokes from Black Twitter and repurposing, <laughs> you totally, know, like you yeah. know, taking credit where credit. It was wasn't in until it. like 1989 like, that black people started getting paid for tweets. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be a joke thief. <laughs> oh, I want to be stealing jokes from people smarter than me. Fuck me, not fuck Jerry. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fat white guy? Huh? We got the fat Jew. Fat Jew. What about the fat wasp? <laughs> Dude, one time I saw a fat wasp and I got so scared. What about fat Hitler? <laughs> I'm Hitler. fat Hitler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wrote down a line for a script that'll never see the light of day the other day. <laughs> Man, um, it, oh. fat Hitler killed six million fat Jews. I, yeah, I'm sorry, I was maybe okay. too dark of a joke. Fat Hitler, I'm so happy right now. Fat Hitler, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Imagine there's like an an evil version of Hitler. Okay, I don't <laughs> believe it yet, <laughs> but I'm with you. Yeah, he's fat and he has a goatee. Oh so wow, you what know a dick! He's evil. Yeah, he's it's like Hitler but wearing a fedora, so he's bad. <laughs> You're like. Which Hitler do I shoot? <laughs> Which is the bad one? Him. Him. Oh, he's fat and he's got a goatee. Uh, it's me, Hitler. We hung out. We grew up together. <laughs> he's the clone. We grew up together. <laughs> okay. Answer a question only Hitler would know. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Germany in such a wreck after World War One? Jews? <laughs> 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 I can't handle Why it. Why is it such a what, what was on Kelly's bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> what was the inscription on Kelly's bracelet? Uh, so Jews. <laughs> <See> Jews. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lucky guess. <laughs> Lucky goddamn Lucky guess. guess. <laughs> well, Hampton, uh, I am covered in sweat. I, I think am that we a should sweaty Betty. Stop. But uh, um, this was a fun episode, and thank you for coming over I to love my house. This. Guys, if you want to have fun uh, and you're in New York and Houston, we're doing these live shows. Check uh-huh. out tour dates on. Uh, HamptonYunt.com and DaveToTheRoss.com for other shows also that we're doing solo. Dave's at the Grolix this Friday? Saturday. This Saturday. The 27th of July. Also, Hampton and I are working on uh, making our way to each part of the country and continent. We're working on Toronto. We're working on doing Chicago at some point. We're working on it. Yeah, no. We love uh, all the people who uh, listen to the podcast and give us suggestions for episodes. You guys are sorry. I know (laughs) love is a strong word. Uh, We just appreciate you guys so much for being such a great audience for the podcast. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please join the Facebook group. Uh, It's really funny and supportive. Facebook.com slash groups slash suicide buddies. Check out Patreon episodes if you want some more content. Oh, yeah, we have. We always appreciate that. Uh, As a result of me uh, having a sad-ass month and fucking up scheduling, and it truly is my fault, uh, everything got delayed with our Patreon. So we have two Patreon bonus episodes uh, up right now on Patreon that just went up. It's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. And it's... the episodes are about uh, a week ago when we asked you to tell us on the Facebook group and on the Twitter at Buddy's Pod what song lyrics help you through tough times. We got a bunch of great answers, yeah. and the bonus episodes are about that. So, it's kind of like a two-parter because we took a little bit to get around yeah. to it. So, guys, it's like we're giving you like Kill Bill 1 and 2, <laughs> yeah, and this episode exactly is, is the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, there we go. God, I want to fuck Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go fuck Red Pit. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you're the best fans on earth. Thank you so much. Glad, Glad you're alive. alive. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. Remember, these suicide jokes that we tell, we do it because we are dark people that joke around about our own pain, and we hope that that'll help you and make you laugh. It's not because we think people committing suicide is funny or that we take suicide lightly. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, please, please. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right away. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will hear you, and they know what you've been through. So call if you need it, or reach out to people in your life, or whoever. There are resources. Feel better. Stay here with us on Earth. Glad you're alive, and thanks again for listening. Podcast Network.